The screams of 20,000 wild fans were emitting a high-pitched roar that was nearly deafening. But all I could see were the dark silhouette outlines of their faces as I ran onto the stage, blinded by a spotlight that resembled the noonday sun. The grindage I had felt from the late-night flight, the endless press interviews, eating on the run, visits with the radio jocks, and the tedious sound check was gone in an instant. I ran onto the stage, fully energized, my heart reflecting the love that was streaming toward me from the audience. Was this the sweet, hard-won American dream that I had envisioned for so long? The pilot show was scheduled to be shot in the middle two weeks of November 1965, so Tommy and I were asked to book the studio and put the monkeys' voices in place of our own on the musical tracks of the three songs they would be lip-syncing in the show. We had sent over lyric sheets and copies of our demos to the studio lot so that our four new TV actors could learn the material. We were excited about our first chance to get to know the monkeys and lay the foundation of our working relationship. They all showed up together and right on time. When our new artists arrived, Tommy and I were conferring with the engineer in the sound booth of Eldorado Studios. We walked out of the booth and into the main studio to meet the guys. While our four new monkeys were still just getting to know each other, and there was a lot of kinetic energy in the room as they jockeyed to establish their relationships with each other, we welcomed our four singers and spent several minutes trying to calm them down and make them feel comfortable. After a period of socializing, as we attempted to establish a working rapport with our new band, we fitted each singer with headphones and then moved quickly into the control booth. The engineer rolled the tape, I pressed the talkback mic, and slated theme from the monkeys, take one. The background instrumental tracks began to play, but at the end of the introduction we didn't hear any singing coming from the monkeys' microphones. Peering out through the soundproof plate glass window, we saw that the guys were continuing to clown around, ignoring the music coming out of their headsets that had been scattered carelessly on the floor. Tommy and I walked back out into the studio and tried to join in on the jokes until we could get their attention and restore order. But it was obvious that neither Tommy nor I had grown up with brothers or played team sports. To us, they seemed to be acting like teenage boys at summer camp, and we weren't comfortable with trying to be a part of their tug of war. Maybe to them we sounded like dorm monitors as we tried to get the energy focused on making a record. Back in the booth, we tried it again. Take two. Still, there was no singing coming over the control booth speakers. We turned up the lights in the studio again, and there were our four future superstars entangled in a dog pile on the floor. After a third try, we realized that although we were sitting in a control booth, we had lost all control. We dismissed the session. We walked down the long studio stairway and out onto Vine Street, shaking our heads. At that moment, Boyce and I made a command decision. As we climbed into Tommy's car, I put it into words. From now on, only one monkey at a time will be allowed in our recording sessions. It was a vow that we semi-religiously enforced throughout our future work with the group. In later months, I concluded that their antics had probably been prompted by trying to fulfill the image they thought they had been hired to project, off-the-wall, irreverent, and outrageous. But maybe, at a subtle level, it was also a show of protest and non-cooperation with two guys who represented the corporate power that would be dictating their musical direction against their will. As we drove down Hollywood Boulevard, Tommy seemed more relaxed about it all and mused, 
Maybe our new recording artists were more interested in winning an award from the Worldwide Wrestling Federation than a Grammy. The TV show was sold to the network and the sponsors, with the monkeys lip-syncing all the songs in the pilot to the pre-recorded voices of Tommy Boyce and Bobby Hart.